Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. Today, I have my new friend, Myra, or Maven Myra, Maven Myra Shaw. She is a business strategist. She is an incredible woman, and I'm just like her instant friend, and I know you are going to be an instant fan. Listen, this episode is packed, packed to the brim with tips for you to live a life that truly thrives. Myra is an expert. Her gifting is in strategy, in doing, in moving you from stuck to execution. So you're going to get a lot of information about how to do that today. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way and let you learn all about going from stuck to execution from my new friend, Maven Myra Shaw. Like, whatever, just continue the conversation. But yeah, so you were saying that You were an energy trader for years and you saw this coming in Texas. Yeah, just with the temperatures. I mean, this this was a historic low, like five degrees in Houston. Yeah. Did they say, has it ever been that low? No, no, no. That was a historic low. That was historic low. Um, Wow. So I, I just knew that the power grid... It, it's it's irrelevant that we are self-regulated that had the power grid was not going to be able to handle the demand that we were going to put on the system. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this, this is probably not going to be a good look. And yeah. so, yeah, the whole week before I, you know, went stocked up on just, you know, foods and things like that. But even that, even everybody that I talked to that we got prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah we still were not prepared for everything that happened. I mean, it, it, it was, I mean, some people are still just so overwhelmed. Like I said, we're grateful. We were without power for a little bit, but yeah, we, we have a, a gas propane grill on the back patio. Oh, nice. And I cooked the whole meal out there and put a kettle on for hot tea. And look at anything. you. I know. Listen, being resourceful, but Every, everybody, you know, it was near our house. There was only like one fast food restaurant open, which okay. was a Burger King. Nothing against Burger King, but it, it, that's not what I feed myself. Not, and that's not your fuel. The line, like any fast food restaurant that was open, the lines were like over an hour. Wow. Just such a, I mean, because you think some people, if they lost power and water, they don't have food. They can't, what do you, you can't cook, you right. know? And yeah. the lines just for Burger King, there was a water burger open and we saw a Popeye's chicken open okay. and the lines were just crazy. And I just, I mean, some people's temperature they show got to 30 degrees inside their home. Like at that point you have to leave. You can't stay you in can't, your house. You can't survive in that. And of course the, the first night that happened, the roads are frozen. So now yeah. you got to drive two miles an hour to try to get someplace, potentially yeah. to a friend's house that does have power. But the roads were bad. You know, it yeah. just, it, it, all of those things happening at once um, yeah. was crazy. Perfect think, storm and snowball effect of all Snowball of effect. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, the water situation, you know, the, they have generators mm-hmm. that kick on when, when the water pump stations lose power. Okay. But it was so cold. The generators didn't, didn't kick on. The generators weren't built at the least the ones right. here for Nothing five degree weather. That. Right. And so that just, that dropped the pressure in the water system 
And then along with people's pipes bursting in their homes, that's yeah. pulling. So then the whole water system crashed and, you know, now wow. people were without water. So you got a water yeah. distribution centers. And then I think water started coming back on early in the week, like Monday, but then they were, you know, folks were under 48 hour boil notice. So even though you have yeah. water, you got to boil it to make sure that but it's But then safe. if you don't have power, how do you boil it? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. You're still just using bottled water. Um, And even today, this is what, Wednesday, there's still lots of water distribution sites handing out tons of water every day. Well, it's just been like a week. Yeah, it's just been a week. This, I mean, the the craziness truly started for Houston last Monday. Mm -hmm. Now, it started in Texas, obviously, before that, because it came down from the north. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But... Um, so Monday, so it's been a little over a week and, and yeah. there's, I mean, and you think about so many homes with pipe issues and but the plumbers can't even keep up. I mean, some no. people are being told, you know, you're on the list, but it's six weeks out. Mm. So, you know, people are just trying to, they're pulling up their own carpet and flooring and, and cutting out the sheetrock. So you don't get mold. Like sure. you can't wait for six weeks and, and it's just. So yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, with the nonprofit, I'm a, a board member on just trying to do my part and yeah. um, help financially. And because um, we're also still in a global pandemic. Right. <laughs> right. Lest we forget that other little thing out there. Yeah. So, it, you know, you, you can't very, you know, the distribution sites are all set up where people can drive through, puts it in your car, your trunk, and mm-hmm. you keep going like where you would normally go help someone physically right you just have to be more cautious of that yeah. and it's which obviously slows things down you sure. know because if you know there was a lot more ways to make physical deliveries to people mm-hmm. that don't have transportation yes all of those things yeah so yeah it's it's no, you know the hashtag houston strong is is very accurate you know we always jump in as a city and yeah. and help our neighbors when these types of things happen but it's just some people have just absolutely lost everything. Yeah. Well, Again, it's not a hurricane. This is it's this so right. It's, it's it was still right. mind boggling that yeah. this is not a hurricane. This was not a tropical storm. Mm-hmm. We're we're used to those. Mm-hmm. We're not used to five degree temperatures. <laughs> you know, that's good. We're gonna make something out of that. But before yes. we we are, we're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna take on the psychology of that. Yes. And how, how we do that as people. But um So, hey, for those of you watching and listening, you just joined our conversation midstream. I didn't even introduce my dear guest, Myra Shaw, Maven Myra. I'm so excited to have you here today, all the way from Houston, hashtag Houston Strong. I love that. Um, So thank you for sharing your experience with us. We're so happy that you are safe and well and sound and warm and clothed and have water and food. So thank you for sharing the time with us today. Good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. It's yeah. You you wake up some days and you're definitely a lot more grateful um, than some other days. So it's it's been gratitude of, of being able to be on the side of being a helper instead of needing to be a recipient. It's, 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 yeah. uh, it really helps you put things in perspective really quickly. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm going to dive right in with a question yeah. just based on what we just talked about, okay. because I know that you help people, uh, women particularly, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Women entrepreneurs, like essentially stop wasting time, get off their butts, figure out what they're doing, focus and go do it. Right. Yeah. Like that's in 
Dr. Yeah, the, 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 the model that I use is I move women from stuck to execution. Yes. And we call that in my community, BAM, which stands That's for bust a move. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's that. get going. The women use that hashtag all the time. BAM, bust a move. You know? Do you ever like have events and use like the Young MC song? I know I've never done that, but I mean, I, listen. You totally have done. <laughs> Consider it done. Next event. That's the song. <laughs> That's the song. I love that song. If you want it. Okay. Anyway, here's the, here's the, the question for you based on what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You said, okay, this would make sense. This outcome, this destruction, this, we'll, we'll use the word outcome would make sense if it was a hurricane or, right. you know, anything like that. But five degree freezing temperatures, we weren't ready for that and we didn't think you don't think that that would have this level of impact right so here's where i'm diving in myra because i know in your work with women and helping them figure out you know focus and go from stuck to execution and do they run into a lot of things that they didn't expect would have the outcome yeah right lots and so how let's let's just make that shift let's make that shift from a nature event to a psychological event and sh- just let's let's just open up that dialogue and have a conversation about that yeah you know it's uh i i actually gave that some thought the other day when you think last week we were having freezing rain you know which is sleet and snow mm-hmm. lots of snow mm-hmm. um that what was it a couple days ago like a week ago a week later, we're at 70 degree temperatures. Mm. The sun, the last two days have been absolutely beautiful. Yeah, for sure. And in life, you know, the the thought I was thinking yesterday that after every storm, the sun does come out. Yes. It yes. does shine again. Yeah. The, the goal is we have to survive the storm. Yeah. yeah. We have, and listen, surviving the storm sometimes is messy. It's it's not going to be cute. You know, you, right. I was, we were in our house without power, you know, I don't yeah. know, two pair of socks, two pair of pants, five shirts, yeah. you know, all of these things. Sometimes you have to do everything you need to do yeah. to just survive the storm, get to the other side of where your journey's taking you. And, and here's the deal. Your journey's going to take you through some storms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't anticipate that that's not going to happen yeah. or even that you're doing something so wrong If you encounter a journey, it, I mean, encounter a storm, it's part of the journey. Yeah. Well, it, it totally is. And here's, you know, our messages align just in Mm -hmm. different ways um, because I talk about thriving in any and every circumstance. So if there's a storm that is still actually, it's the best opportunity to thrive because that just means you're growing and you're getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Right. I, I call it get the lesson. Any the lesson. anytime there is a loss or a failure. Yes. Get the lesson. Because yes. that lesson we need it for our future self. Yes. Something in that yeah. we are gonna need for our future self. So when that test, that adversity, mm. that challenge, mm-hmm. that barrier comes up again, we we have we can say, Okay, now wait a minute. I've I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I did last time that um, I wasn't so successful at. <laughs> let's do it a different way. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's let's take that lesson of loss and turn it into a win. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I say um, there are no wasted experiences. Yes. If yes. We can 100%. get the lesson, no yeah. wasted experiences. I think um, in our, in our Western culture, we, you know, with the, with the um, invite of social media and all of those mm-hmm. things, making things so instant, we have subconsciously accepted a thought that everything should be fast. Success should be instant. Yeah. We should well, be and a millionaire. Yeah, it's not overnight. just instant. It's instant perfection. Exactly. It's the perfectly led, yes. filtered photo. Yes. Right? When you don't know that photo you saw on Instagram, that was the hundredth shot. Right. And it has been edited. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yes. the life is not that way. And, and really, how boring would that be? Yeah. Oh my gosh, if, it if, would if be. If we were just stepping through life and everything was perfect and there were no... Um, barriers to overcome and no yeah. obstacles to figure out and no challenges to, um, to, to figure, to maneuver around. Yeah. Um, all of those things um, that we learn creates the tenacity mm-hmm. that we need, especially in the space of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, this is not the easiest of journeys. Listen, I've tried to talk God out of this a lot of days. <laughs> no doubt. No like, doubt. Listen, let me, let me put this back in the offering basket and take something else out. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> Can I come back to the store, please? The yes. Store. No, yeah. yeah, you're right. And I think, too, I, I love what you said about Western culture. I do think that um, I do think that we believe this lie that life would be better if we didn't have trouble. Yeah. And, and it's such – that's why I started the show. Yeah. Like, you're – I, you're just my kindred heart. I love you all, like already, and I hardly even know you. But um, I just love the fact that you have this view. And so we're going to get personal with you today. Yes. We're going to get you to share a story uh, with us. But um, yeah, I think too many times, instead of, use, to use your terminology, getting the lesson, mm-hmm. we're too busy wishing stuff away. Yeah, And, you know, wishing the hardship away. In fact, I had a friend the other day. And she texted me and she's going through some stuff in her life. And she said, is there ever any peace? And Mm -hmm. I responded to her. I said, there can be peace in your mind and spirit if you choose it. Yeah. And there's never peace, full peace in, in the journey. Because if there is, then we're not, we're done stretching and growing. Yeah. If there's nothing to, if everything is predictable and everything is standard, Mm -hmm. then it's like the Truman Show. Have you ever seen? Yeah. Well, and it's it's human nature that we desire comfort. Yes. Yes. We want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. We we don't want to necessarily be stretching and growing. Although we can very logically say, yes, this is the thing I need for growth. I've got to be stretched. I've got Mm -hmm. to get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I've got to take the steps. But as human beings, we, we want comfort and every, you know, the, the, the quote of everything great is outside your comfort zone. It's so absolutely true um, because we, as humans, I would not continue to put myself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. I'd be like, well, you know, for me, I'm a faith faith believer. So I say, God, if you can show me the next 10 steps, we're together. I'm on it. Right. I'm going to put it on my calendar, have it pop up as a reminder. Like I got it Well, I'm ready. And <laughs> yeah, that, that's the laugh. I feel like God gives me, he's like, yeah. So yeah, it's just right. not quite how it's going to work. But like, really, if we, here. if we have all of that, 
Yeah. Where, how do we need, why do we need faith? That's 100%. Faith is for what you cannot see. Yes. And if you can see it all, I, I say to clients, if you can see it all. Yeah. If you're very comfortable with what you're trying to purpose into the mm. earth, um, you're not doing it right. No. You're not pushing hard enough because say it's that. going to be uncomfortable. And if yeah. you can see all the steps and all of those steps can be accomplished by you alone. Yeah. You are not doing it big enough because that greatness requires us to not only trust ourselves and our faith, but to trust other people. That's we are so built for community. Good. Yeah. Yes. Our greatness is not going to come um, as one of our, our, our kids who are all young adults say solo dolo. Solo dolo. It's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And really for me, I don't want it to happen I don't, in isolation. Yes, I, yes. I want to build with community and yeah. women that I trust and, yeah. Um, I call them part of uh, the Maven Squad. Yeah, that's where the joy comes in mm-hmm. and the, the 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 fun. And even you mentioned about the peace. You know, really being clear that peace does not come from the things that we yes. do. That's um, right. I have a Maven quote that says, "The work is not skippable." Uh-huh. That's talking about the internal work. You got a T-shirt for sale too. I, yes, I need to, I need to that. get a refill on those and get yeah. them replenished, but. If we if we're gonna build greatness, it yeah. has to start internally. Yeah. Because we can build great things externally, but that peace mm-hmm. that your friend asked about and that fulfillment and that joy, if we don't do that from the inside out, we're always looking for it in some type of physical, tangible mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And there are physical, tangible things that can help bring us joy, mm-hmm. but it cannot sustain our joy. No, that's it right. It cannot sustain our it's peace. Fleeting. That has to come yeah. internally because I can be thrilled with my business today and be in the fetal position crying tomorrow. <laughs> or like in two hours. <laughs> or in two right? hours. So, so it can't, all of my peace and fulfillment and joy can't be built on mm. that type of physical, Mm-mm. tangible thing. Yes. Because listen, that, that can be very fleeting, you know, and I it could... can be stripped from you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about these natural storms that we have, people yes. have lost everything in their, from their homes. So if your peace and joy and fulfillment was built on that physical, tangible mm. thing, mm. that's gone. Say that. Yes. But yes. you can rebuild a physical yes. thing. Yeah. But and even through storms, you know, that's where that faith has to come to the surface of I things are not going well right now. Mm-hmm. Things are tough right now. Mm-hmm. I don't see how this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. But my faith tells me that God has never let me down. Yeah. He's never yep. not shown up. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. say to folks sometimes that, you know, send you those text messages with the and I say, I want you to look back over your journey. Just yeah. briefly. You don't have to look very far. Right. That's and right. Tell me when has God not shown up for you? Mm. When when has he fa- when has he not sh- definitely not in the timing that we like. Okay? That's right. We're always like, God, can you speed up? Can you come right. a little sooner? Right. But when has he failed to show yeah. up when you really needed it? And mm-hmm. I think those are the things that sustain us when there are natural disasters, when things are physically mm-hmm. going wrong in our in our physical lives. Um, that mental sanity for me is grounded on my faith and and just knowing, yes, I can't, there's some things I just simply cannot control Mm -hmm. like the weather. Why am I going to get myself all worked up about that 
when I have, it doesn't matter that I'm worked up. I it's can't not change, change the a single thing. That's right. I can't. That's right. You know, using that energy to focus on what can I control? Yeah. Yeah. I can control so, putting on more clothes and, and you know, right. doing those things. That's what I can control. And even in our businesses and in our journeys, mm-hmm. focusing our energy on what's the pieces of this challenge I'm looking at that I can control. Yeah. That's where I can put my energy. Because anywhere else is wasted. It really and, is wasted. And that's why for the people listening, they cannot see that you have framed behind your pretty head boss lady. That's why Maven Myra is boss lady. And I just want to highlight something here. I'm going to ask you to get personal and share us, share an experience with us of a time that you felt alone. Mm -hmm. Um, But here's the truth that I want the listeners and the viewers to understand is that, you know, my message of thriving in any and every circumstance, your, your message of, of getting the lesson and getting, being willing to get messy and uncomfortable does not come from some ideology. It comes right. from experience mm-hmm. and gifted understanding of how to apply that. And yeah. so that's why I love having people like you who live the talk yes. on the show and can share with us a personal experience. In this case, in this season, we're talking about an experience of being alone. Okay. And to use your phrase, we'll eventually get to how did you get the lesson from that? Right. So tell us about a time you felt alone. So uh, my husband and I actually celebrated 19 years of marriage yesterday. Mm. Um, but I saw I was, that on I was, social media. Congratulations. I was married before. And so mm. when I got, when I was going through my divorce, um, I got married at an early age, became a mom early. And so when I was going through my divorce, so now I'm a single parent of two, that was really the first time mm-hmm. I was alone as an adult. Okay. And I remember that you were alone or you felt alone? No, that I was alone. So meaning I went from my mother's house when I got married to my marriage. Okay. So I had never lived alone. Got it. Okay. (sighs) You talk about, I remember sitting. So this was like the first weekend my kids were, you know, going to visit their dad for their weekend. So now I'm physically at home alone. Right. For the first time as an adult, because I leave my parents' house to my So marriage. essentially the first time ever. Ever. And I remember sitting in a chair in my in my living room and bawling my eyes out. Oh. Because I was like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do now? What? Right. Like, um, yeah. yeah. I knew how to be a, a, a wife. That ended. I know how to be a mom, but mm. my two children are not here. Yeah. Now it's just me. Hmm. And I had to literally, I was sitting in a chair. I had to sit with that. Literally literally sit with that. And I remember feeling so alone and overwhelmed in that moment. Like, I didn't even know what the next step was supposed to be. Yeah. And I remember... Like I would, I would, when my kids came back home, I would get up, you know, get them dressed for school. I would go to work. I would come home. They'd have a little bit of free time to play and do all of that. Mm -hmm. And while they were doing that, I would just be in the bed Mm. and I'd get up to cook dinner, Mm -hmm. get them baths back in the bed and I'd be back in the bed. So I guess through a depression, but a moving depression, because obviously I still had people I needed to take care of, Sure, but I, I just remember feeling 
like everything was so heavy. Like I, I just felt like every step was like walking through cement, if you will, mm. during that season. Mm. And I remember watching, this is kind of what snapped the light bulb back on for me. I remember watching um, a minister on television and he was talking about like taking steps from challenges. What's the very next step you can take? Don't worry about all 10 that you need to take. Right. Or if you're at step two, what's happening at step 20, yeah. what's the very next one mm -hmm. that you can take? And for me, it was to get my finances figured out because now I'm doing this alone. Yeah. And I remember this was before everybody had laptops. So it was before all of that. Just, you know, a piece of paper and a pencil. Mm -hmm. This is how much I make. This is how much my bills are. Yeah. And, and starting a plan from there. That was step one. Yeah. And now I felt like I had a little bit of a roadmap. Yes. To start coming out of this cement, this yes. heaviness, because I knew, listen, you got to get yourself together, lady. Yeah. You got two people depending on you. And, and, and really, I'm frequently saying to women, because of those experiences I've been through, number one, to be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we, we can be our biggest critic. We don't really were need you, help. Were you far from gentle with yourself during that time? I, I feel like I was because I, I felt like I was supposed to know immediately what to do. Mm. Well, why would I know that? I've of never course. experienced this. <laughs> that's the that's most the, That's the illogical yes. part of yes. when we beat ourselves up. That's right. We're beating ourselves up about stuff often we have not experienced before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I was being really hard on myself because I, from looking back on my life, I've always been an executor. It's, mm -hmm. it's part of my DNA. Mm -hmm. I get that from my mother. My mother was, it was black or white. You were going or staying. You were mm -hmm. in or you were out. It was red or it was green. There was right. no yellow. Get off like, the fence. Yes. And so I really <laughs> saw her moving that way. That's where I naturally got it from. Yeah. So going through that season in my life, I felt like I was supposed to know what the step was. Like, Myra, figure it out and just yeah. get it done. And so once I could kind of clear a little bit of a path, the gentleness came with me for myself was knowing just the very next step to take, mm -hmm. which through my journey, again, created another Maven quote that says, you're CPR. You're okay. capable, prepared, and ready mm -hmm. for your very next step. So have you said those things to yourself? You, I have said those things to myself. And I think when I really started working with women, I, I started crafting actual phrases around them that I could mm -hmm. share with other women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And women will reply frequently on my social media about I'm being gentle with myself today. They hear me saying it because I'm mm -hmm. saying it all the time. Yeah. I'm always saying be gentle with yourself. And I'm right. always saying you're CPR. You're capable, yeah. prepared, and ready yeah. for the very next step. Yes. We can't be worried about step 20 when we're at yeah. step two. Yeah. Step 19 is going to prepare you for 20. Yeah. The very next step is the one in front of you. That's the one you've got to take. And maybe it's a baby step. Yeah. Give yourself credit for the baby step. Mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. does not have to be a leapfrog movement <laughs> for us to say, I've done something. Whatever yeah. the next gentle step in your journey is. Yeah. Take that one. 
right. be okay with that one. And sometimes we take that step with our eyes open. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we take it with our eyes closed and we're hoping, wishing and praying, my God, that this and is the right thing. You. you know, sometimes yeah. you're just unsure. Mm-hmm. And that is the, that is the unsettling part for us humans. Yeah. We yeah. want to be sure. We don't want to fail. Fail. We don't yeah. want to have to be uncomfortable. So oftentimes women are stuck. That's stuck from execution. Mm-hmm. They're stuck because they're so afraid Yeah. that this very next step in front of me, what if it's not right? Yeah. What if it's wrong? And I'm often saying to women, okay, if it's wrong, we'll fix it. Right. So what? The okay. world's not going to end. The world's not going to end. It's, it's You're not. going to be okay. And so if it's wrong, we're going to get the lesson. Right. Okay. This is how I misstepped on that. And then we're going to move on. And before yeah. you know it, you're going to be at step three, four, five. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be at 20. Like we spend so much energy and fear yeah. that what if it's wrong? Mm-hmm. Well, hell, what if it's right? Right. So when you took the, but you took a prerequisite step to your first step, your first step you said was sitting down, you know, at the table with the pen and the paper (sighs) to look at your finances, you knew. So uh, take us back to that. Like when you were just doing what you needed to do, right. Uh, For the people that you were responsible for. Um, And you were in the, in the bed a lot. Um, What did you feel like was keeping you there? What thoughts were keeping you there? What fears did you have? What? What was missing now that you found yourself alone? Um, the, the fear of knowing. The fear I of knowing. I just didn't know what I needed to do. Okay. Or what I thought I needed to do. What if I really couldn't do it? Mm. So, de- yeah, yeah. The yeah. fear. Fear mm-hmm. is the beast that shows mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. at every step in our journey. Um, I was speaking to some um, college prep students in the Philippines last Friday night, and I told them, Fear is going to show up each day. Yes. And when you conquer fear today, fear is going to try to figure out, oh, okay, well, she she conquered it today. Let's see how we can show up tomorrow in a different way. In that five degree weather. In that five degree weather to to keep, fear is going to keep coming. It's it's not going to say, oh, well, Myra conquered fear today. Mm -mm. She has it. It's going to say, oh. Let's let's figure out a different way. Mm -hmm. And I think in that season of my life, fear was fear really under so much that we go through. Yeah. Under all of the stuff, it really is fear. Tell everything. Yes. You're not capable. Yes. You're not ready. Yeah. What if you can't do it? No, you can't do it. Like Mm -hmm. fear is not gentle and like, what if you can't do it? Fear's telling you, you cannot. Right. Fear is not gentle. <laughs> it is not gentle. It's telling you, you can't do that. Yeah. That's going to be so, impossible. You're going to fail and, you know, your, your children yes. are not going to have care. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it overwhelms people yeah. with not moving, staying yeah. stuck because we can become more comfortable in fear. Yeah. Oh yeah. That comfort, at least at least I know this. Mm-hmm. I know what I can do mm-hmm. while I'm in this bed. Yeah. It's nothing. It's, but I know that. <laughs> but it's certain. It's There's certain. certainty about There's that. certainty. Right. So to say in that example, I've got to get out of the bed. Yeah. Get a shower. Yeah. Get some clothes on and move through the journey. Yeah. With a lot of, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For so many people, 
it's it's more comfortable just to stay in the bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's certain. It's safe. Yeah, it's certain. Yeah. You don't and have although to you're fear. laying there and yeah. you're saying, I should get out of this bed. Mm-hmm. I've got to get out of this bed. Yeah. I'm more than being in this bed. Like you're yeah. saying all of these things to yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I think for each person, there there comes a light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. What was it for moment. you? I was just going to ask you, what was your catalyst? Yeah, it, it really was seeing that message on television. Okay, all right. Taking like mm-hmm. what I took from that entire message. Mm-hmm was take the one step that you can take. Mm-hmm. Do something that gives you control back. So yes. in the example of finances, when we don't know what our finance situation is, we're just kind of, you know, you know, if I don't look, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. <laughs> right. So yeah. for me, writing it all down and seeing it, putting my eyes on it, yeah, gave me a sense of control. I know what I need to do. And in my situation, I had to call a couple of credit card companies and say, yeah, I'm not going to be able to pay you. You have to make the call. I had to make the call. And I later paid them. Sure. But I can't pay you right now. I got to take care of my kids and pay my mortgage and and make sure I have a car. I was like, I cannot do it. And I bet you have felt so much more relief and control when you did that because the relief because of course these people are calling you all the time all the time and Mm -hmm. just the relief that i've i've put a pin Mm -hmm. a pause button on that yeah it's not deleted because i still owe the money right but there's a pause i I was able to hit pause on two or three things on this list the things Mm -hmm. i need to do Mm -hmm. if i can hit pause on three or four things yeah then i can Take that energy, that capacity, mm-hmm. and reapply it to things yes. that I can actively mm-hmm. do right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another another part of that overwhelming thing is taking that step of really evaluating what do, what do I have in front of me? What am I going to have to do? What mm-hmm. am I responsible for? And some things you're going to put the pause button. Some things cannot be paused. Yeah. You know, you got to feed your family. I had to feed my kids and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep my job and all of those things. So so those things. And I think oftentimes a good way to move from that stuck to execution um, is, is, and I'm sure you've used this term, brain dump. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have so many things in our head that are overwhelming Get us. Get it out. I tell my clients, just write it all out. Don't worry yes. about spelling, punctuation. All yeah. that, and I encourage them to write it. I don't, I don't want them to type it. I yes. want them to write it. Mm-hmm. Um, just get it all out. If the list mm-hmm. is fifty things or a hundred things, mm-hmm. get all of the things that are in your head overwhelming right. you on paper. And what you find is you go back to the top of that list, and there are some things that are in your mind, your mental to do list, that no longer even serve you. Like it's over. You can't even execute on it if you wanted to the time is passed yeah but we never took it off of our mental list mm-hmm. so you can just mark some stuff off yeah that's okay these 10 things i, I can't even do them now the time yeah. is passed and then you prioritize what is most important what do i need to do right now mm-hmm. what can i do right now mm-hmm. and then those are the things no more than three you focus your energy on yeah once you get past those reprioritize the list again and then take the next batch of things. Mm-hmm. But we become overwhelmed and stuck when we're trying to look at our whole pie mm-hmm. and say, how can I eat this whole pie at one time? Yeah. And and that's, you need to eat just a slice. You, you don't need to eat the whole pie. Right. 
very not often is it even logical for us to try to do all of the things Mm -hmm. we have floating around in our head at one time Mm -hmm. but that's a way to move from that stuff to execution is get all of those thoughts out of your head onto Mm -hmm. paper Mm -hmm. cross out the things that that no longer serve you 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 can't even execute on them if you want it to is the times you miss the deadline it's over right and then prioritize the most important things. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do right now? Mm -hmm. And just focus your energy on those things that also serves to feed our brain that, oh, there was something on this list and it's accomplished. You did it, which starts to then rebuild your self-esteem and your confidence in yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Confidence comes from what we think about ourselves, not what other people think about us. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And that, I think, slowly is how you can start to move out of your stuck place. Mm-hmm. It's just prioritizing. What Here are all the things. Here's what's most important and focus in. This is where yeah. I'm going to spend my energy because the other things on the list want your attention. Yeah. The focus and the self-discipline mm-hmm. to use that energy on what is most important right now yeah. is how you're going to be able to start moving again. Yeah. Well, it's very clear. It's no secret based on the way that you talk that you are a doer, right? Like you are a doer and not maybe, I mean, I'm sure you are a thinker too, but you know, in, in my world, um, I really help women overcome the thoughts that they have that keep them from living the life that they want, Mm -hmm. right? The thoughts that keep them in bed. So let me ask you this. What would you say to somebody, or maybe you can share a story with us. Maybe you've worked with someone who is not a doer. Okay. Okay. So you're talking to somebody who's not a doer and they're like, I I get, I hear you. I hear all of that step by step. This seems really simple stuff, but you don't understand what's going on up here. Uh What would you say to her? Uh, For one, I would say, again, be gentle with yourself. (laughs) You know, we, we are each kind of our DNA is kind of crafted as it is. The second thing is, and this is really important. um, I use this a lot with entrepreneurs that, that don't execute as quickly as I do. Mm -hmm. I call, I have them do time blocking. Okay. And that says, and for me, the best time of the day for me to really like knock out a detailed task is in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's because when I was trading, I had to be rocking and rolling at 6.45 in the morning. So my brain just got wired sure. to doing things early. Whatever the best time of day is for you, block out that hour or two hours mm-hmm. and then dive in. Like, don't answer a text message. Don't right. reply to an email. In don't fact, answer your away. phone. Put it on do not disturb. Yes. Yeah. And focus all of your energy on the one or two tasks you need to get done mm-hmm. during that time block. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Now you still got to use some energy to use some discipline to say, okay, I'm gonna get this done. Yeah. But that way you you've blocked out some time. Mm-hmm. And again, the reason I suggest first thing in the morning is that's before you started replying on Instagram and Facebook and mm-hmm. replying to, because your brain starts floating yeah. off on all yeah. these other tasks. Yeah. Before you fill it with all of that stuff. Mm-hmm block out those tough tasks or the things you know you need to do early in the morning. Use that time blocking. And Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how much success my clients have 
when they when they do that. Now, when they start abandoning it and start texting me or emailing me right, with, right. can I get a few more days? I'm like, no, no, you can't have four more days. No. Get it? And guess what? When I apply that pressure back, when it's time for our session, magically, they're where they need to be. They're pro- yeah, they're making progress. They're and yeah, that, getting that is to the where they power want. of accountability. Yeah. That's for for 100%. folks that don't have that natural ability to just get it done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so important to have an accountability person. Doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be a coach or paying or a someone in your life that you can share in detail your goal. Mm-hmm. I often say, if you can't give details about your goal, that's not the right accountability person. Yes. Cause you're not trusting them with the whole story. Right. You got to give them the whole thing. Yep. Um, and then be specific on when are we going to check in? Mm-hmm. Is it, Every Monday, is it right. every two days? Be deliberate it is, about it. Yeah. Be intentional about mm-hmm. what you're going to do. That helps people that are not so doer focused yeah. to at least kind of stay on track in a more gentle way. Now, oddly enough for me, I've had to learn over the years how to not do. I was going to say, I bet you're, it's your Achilles heel too. Oh my God. <laughs> That has been my struggle of yeah. being gentle with myself. Yes. Not to always be freaking doing. Like, you don't have to save the world. Listen, if listen, you just look at your website, you do a lot. <laughs> you do a lot. Like you sell products and you have groups and now you're on a nonprofit board and you coach and that, 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 yeah. which we're going to get to that here yeah. very shortly. It's, but it's, yeah. How do you keep yourself from doing? So here's the thing. I I have been so intentional from the very beginning of of coaching and and hosting events for women to live an authentic journey. Yes. I don't want to be on a stage on a podcast telling women what to do and I haven't done it. So the whole term of balance rhythm Mm -hmm. is a term I had to create for myself. Yes. Because that doing comes from. Yeah. That doing, um, it can be too much. And and, yeah. and this is a true story. I was working with a life coach. This was before I started my Maven journey, before okay. I started my business. I was seeing a life coach. And she said to me, Myra, if you don't get this doing, this executing mm-hmm. under control, you're going to hit a brick wall. Yeah. And when I tell you, I left her office after that session hotter than a firecracker. Because <laughs> how dare you tell me Who this is you? how it's done. Right. This is how I've created success. Yeah. How dare you tell me that this is not the right way? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, when I tell you, that's Dr. So Sherry, good. I cried for two days. I called my best friend when I got in my car and I was like, can you freaking believe this lady? Right. I'm firing her. She, I mean, I right. was angry because for the first time I had to face the fact yeah. that I've got to do this a different way. Right. And, and I, again, fear. The mm-hmm. biggest feeling I felt was this is comfortable. I know how to execute. I know how to be a yes. type A and mm-hmm. get stuff. I mm-hmm. know how to do that. Now you're challenging me yeah. that that's not the right way all the time. <laughs> what? And I had to be in my thirties at the time. Yeah. And I just was like, this lady, this, she, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't about. know what she's talking right, about. Right. And I think the tears came from 
I knew she was right. Yeah, one. Yes, absolutely. That's where they came and from. I, I cry. I was just like, <laughs> and I'm not a big crier. I'm not yeah. a big emotional girl. Right. I was, I was mad and angry and fearful. All mm-hmm. of those things mm-hmm. because I was like, oh. you know, if you're standing at a level, you're like, this next level is up here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the gap in between where Feels I am right so now big. and what she's kind of yeah. saying, I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm going to need to do. Yeah. Ugh. Like, how yeah. is that even going to happen? Mm-hmm. And really when I, how I started that journey of understanding what balance rhythm looked like for me. Yeah. And I specifically use the word rhythm uh-huh. because balance is in motion. Yeah. Monday doesn't look like Tuesday. Tuesday doesn't look like Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't use work-life balance because it feels like you're trying to get to a fixed state. Yeah. And that's never going to happen. When people well, say work balance is not, not attainable, equal. right. Work and that private. concept, no, because it, I'm not going to get to a certain point. Right. And then all is good. It's going to stay balanced. It, yeah. It's a rhythm because it's in motion. And the first thing that I had to do with figuring that out, which I share with women all the time, is I had to get quiet and just mm-hmm. sit with Myra. Yeah. There what you is, were sitting with it again. Sitting again. The not doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uncomfortable part. Like I, right? I want to be doing. And and really having to get still and get quiet. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I laugh about it now when I first started on that journey of just getting still and quiet and meditating in the mornings. I can only handle it for about 60 seconds. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's supposed to be happening in this moment. But it's not happening. But I got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. <laughs> and so all I could do was about 60 seconds. And that was listening to the meditation app, you know, yeah. helping me focus on my breathing. Because, of course, if I wasn't focused on my breathing or listening to the, the lady lead me in the meditation, my brain was going where? To my to-do list. Right. I got stuff to do. Come on, lady. Let's yeah. get this wrapped yeah. up. And so then I could get to five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I could do it without the meditation app. I could really nice. sit in the silence. Um, and so that's one of the things when, when women are where I was, they're frustrated yeah. with me say, when I'm asking, so what do you really want out of your journey? Right. What's your purpose? What right. makes you feel fulfilled? What brings you joy? And, and they just come to tears because they don't they, quite know yet. Right. right. And I go, that's okay. Yeah. I just want you, your assignment, your homework assignment is to just be still and be quiet for five minutes. If you can only start with 60 seconds, I tell them that's fine. That's where I started. Yeah. But just start with 60 seconds of Mm -hmm. being still and quiet and listening to what your spirit Mm -hmm. is telling you Mm -hmm. it wants from you to deliver to the earth. Yeah. Just be comforted by that. Yeah. And your story is a beautiful example. That particular part of your story is a beautiful example of how when we have a gift, Mm -hmm. your gifting is clearly execution Mm -hmm. and strategy, right? When we have a gift, it can be unbridled, right? Or, and, and, and ineffective, or it can be tamed and yes. made made to change in the world yeah. and move mountains. Yeah. And so that story, what you're talking about, is it's not you abandoning your gift. It's right. not you saying my gift doesn't work all the time. It's you saying my gift is my obligation to now hone, sharpen, yes, and use it as a tool that can make my life 
my light shine the way that it's supposed right. to. So and, I hope yeah. that the listeners and viewers hear that. And and that's why I say development, self-development is always a journey. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always a journey. How I show up in my business today is not how I was showing up in my business five years ago. Yeah. It's because, and this is what I truly believe, that as we grow internally, yeah. our purpose becomes more clear. We get oh, more clarity goodness, yes. on it. Yes. Because really... For me, if God had shown me today what mm. I'm doing today, mm. 10 years ago when I started, I've been like, ah, no, I'm out. Uh, there's no right. way I'm going to be doing knowing all of the that. whole picture. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And so I think more of our purpose gets revealed to us yes. as we do our internal work to get yes. more clear about what, what we need to do, what we want to do, and continuing to work on those areas that need work. I'm, I'm still, I often say doing is something I have to keep a very close finger on Yeah, because I can quickly get into the zoom, 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 like, like, let's go, let's do it all. That's something I have to be. and, And because it's my gift, sometimes people feel like your gift is just, like you said, always the great thing. Yeah. But I have to keep a very close pulse on not falling into just the doing mode right. to slow down. I'm actually hosting um, a unbam okay. retreat. I like that. That now that's um, some balanced rhythm. Yeah, right at the end of March in Austin, Texas, uh, for some women, and the entire weekend we have no agenda. Nice. There are no sessions. Oh, that is so uncomfortable. We we what are, are gonna simply do? going to be um, right. I'm I'm, ha- I'm hopeful the weather. In March, which it normally is, is is really great. Yeah. And I really plan to be beside the pool with some champagne and a book. I, that's that's I my whole it. agenda. I love I it. I have nothing hey, else. Tell the listeners and the viewers um, how they can get in touch with you. Well, let, let me ask this. This is a two-part question. Yes. So who is your optimal client? Who is the optimal woman that you want to work with? Yes. And how do you serve them and how can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So my ideal client is um, a female entrepreneur who has some clarity about her work. Mm-hmm. She, she's not necessarily in startup mode. She's been okay. working for a bit and she needs help strategy um, okay. on executing to move to that next level. Mm-hmm. How does she get efficiencies built into her system? Yeah, yeah. How does she add automation? How does she as the CEO get out of the weeds? Mm-hmm. That's it. tough. We build these babies from the ground up mm-hmm. and it is hard for us yeah. to allow a VA to come in and free? do her work. Yes. And so I really help women create the strategy. I call it a strategy map okay. on how do I grow my business? Mm-hmm. Because you can't grow if it's just you. There's yeah. only so much you can do alone. Right. Um, and so we really create strategies around that. So that's really my okay. ideal client or my ideal business. I do a lot of um, uh, business advisory work with medium-sized businesses okay. um, on helping them and their teams also create those clear strategies sure. on, we're not just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall all the yeah. time. Let's have a strategy on, on what we need to do. And so um, the the biggest way that I'm serving women right now is through um, a membership that I have and it's called Maven Nation Baddies. Okay. Um, and I say that a baddie is a woman looking to create success without sacrificing her relationships, her health, or her mental sanity. 
Yeah, that's good. Oh, who doesn't yeah. want that? Yes. I want that. Yes. Yeah. So and how so, do people, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Yeah. So they can go to my website, myrashaw.com and okay. everything um, that I offer is there. But of course I'm on the social platforms as Myra Shaw okay. as well. Um, and, and the membership, I love it because each month I bring in other experts mm. to share something. I'm not the expert at everything. Right, right. Yeah. So I bring in other experts to share with these. Um, and most of my clients are not full-time entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. About 60% of my clients um, that are in the membership um, or they have a full-time corporate job and they're growing their business on the side. Mm-hmm. And their goal is to grow their business to their full-time job. Okay. And so- we also create what I call a quit strategy. Okay. Don't just quit your job today. That's like true. you don't have a strategy for that. You don't have enough money for that. You know, Let's, I did that. Listen, <laughs> it's doable, but it, it, it makes your journey a lot, a lot harder, harder than it needs to be. Yeah. Yes, it and does. So, and so for women that want that, we, we develop a quit strategy on, on here are the things you need to be doing and getting ready for. Yeah. Um, and so that, that membership is my primary focus and I'm really coaching individuals that are really um, medium sized businesses. I'm okay. not doing a lot of one-on-one coaching. Yeah. I just do that inside the membership, uh, Got it. which again is called Maven Nation Baddies. And they can find that on okay. my website under the work with Myra tab. Okay. Wonderful. So Myra, as we close out today, and I don't want to, cause I could just chat with you all day and just, I continue to get inspired, but that's one of my untamed gifts is I could just soak it up all day. I could have been a lifelong student, but yes. then I realized that part of my responsibility of my gift of learning was to interpret and disseminate and yes. to give that to other yes. people. So yeah, so that's, that's really good. So the last thing I want to ask you that I ask every guest, and this season is about thriving alone. So if there's one truth that you could leave the people listening and watching mm-hmm. about thriving alone that you want them to remember when this episode ends, what would it be? Um, that we all do need seasons of alone. Mm-hmm. We all need that. That's where that quiet time mm. is going to come from. And you really um, listening for what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. What is your purpose? What are you created specifically to do? Because you have a unique way of delivering what you've been purposed to do. That's right. So that alone is necessary at times, but we are created for community. And you've got to figure out who is supposed to be supporting you as doers. We're always supporting a lot of other people, but I've had to be intentional on cultivating my circle of women that can also support me. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing with that. Sometimes we get that wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we invite people into our intimate circle that maybe they said they were something that they're not, you know? So I want folks to know that sometimes you're going to get that wrong. Yeah. It's okay. There's still a lesson to be gained with that and to continue to be intentional about also having people in your circle that can support you. Life's journey can be tough, especially when you're trying to to deliver purpose into the earth Mm -hmm. and you cannot sustainably forever do it alone. And so you need that support. So be intentional about um, having those people that you can call, you can text, that you can trust to to hear you, to support you, but to also keep you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. 
Woo! I'm, my mind is blown. I got a lot of information. This is an episode to go back and listen to two or three more times. Take that nugget. And hey, while you're at it, would you let me know what that nugget is that my friend Myra shared with you that has impacted your life today? You can just email me at drsherryspeaks at gmail.com. You can DM me on Instagram at dr.sherryspeaks or on Facebook at dr.sherry. I would love to hear how you are using the wisdom that is being shared so generously by my guests like Myra on this show, how you're using that to impact and change your life so that it truly thrives. Do go and check out Myra at myrashaw.com. The link is in the show notes. Do follow her on Instagram. I love how Myra lives her message, has lived her message, and that her message is actually a product of the way that she's chosen to live. And your reality can also be a product of how you choose to live. And hey, to get more thriving thoughts, little snippets throughout the week from me straight to your text messaging inbox. All you need to do is text the word thrive to 540 